You know, it was a nice day. Really was. I saw my uh, 14-year-old nephew. And he was telling me, you know, there's this girl he liked in school. And for Christmas, she gave him like a Christmas kiss, you know. It was his first kiss. He was all excited about it. And that's nice, you know, because you remember those things. You know, your first kiss. I remember mine. Some colored hooker on Mermaid Avenue. <laughs> Five bucks and all you could fucking eat. She blew me also, but I didn't want to. I've been back since. A dozen times or so. Maybe two dozen. Who am I bullshitting? I'm there three times a week. Chicks change, but the blowjob's always the same. This is episode uh, 18 of I Love This Album. The, the first one, uh, I'm going to venture into comedy. Uh, I haven't talked about comedy before because I've bought very, very, very few comedy albums in my life. Uh, I'm going to do uh, The Day the Laughter Died. Andrew Dice Clay. The reason I'm going to do this is when I first uh, kind of made my mental list, and then I actually made a list of all the albums I got, but I really love these albums. I want to talk about them. This album wasn't on my list. It's not like I thought about it, and then I thought, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that because it's not music. I, it just didn't even cross my mind to do this. And um, But recently, a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, one of my best friends, Dave Del Vapo, Back in uh, in Toronto, we've been friends for thirty something years. Um, he's he uh, texted me recently with uh, kind of an old. Uh, I think he sent me an old clip of, of Dice from uh, Forty Two Long, which is another Dice Clay album, also very funny. And uh, so we talked a little bit about Dice, and we used to, we used to love uh, Dice Clay. And uh, so that made me think. Ah, I haven't listened to uh, to the day the laughter died for, and I'll show it now. There it is, the day the laughter died. I'm going to get to that more. And um, I thought I haven't listened to uh, to the day the laughter died for quite some time, so I, I listened to. I thought oh, I, I'm going to talk about this. So I'm going to talk about the day the laughter died. Andrew Dice Clay. Um, if if ah, I always talk to to the to cameras if I'm talking to people as if anybody is watching. Uh, if if you don't know who Dice Clay is, and I don't know. 
I don't know what my demographics are. I don't think I have demographics. But if you're um, a certain age, under 30 maybe, you probably don't know him. Um, if you're 40 or older, you probably know who he is. He was the the biggest, I, I would say even the only comedian ever to exist who, I mean, Eddie Murphy was uh, had Raw and then Delirious, or Delirious and then Raw, I can't remember. It was, you know, a lot of comedians had stand-up specials and um, HBO specials, I guess now they, they just do it on YouTube. And um, there were some of them were very popular. Eddie Murphy was was doing this in front of huge crowds. Richard Pryor maybe, and uh, I don't know how. But Dice Clay was was the first guy that I think that I know that that was was more like a a rock star than a, than a comedian. The way the way that that people uh, liked about him and talked liked him and talked about him. And I I thought he was extremely funny. I guess I heard him his his first uh, televised thing was. Or special, I guess, was, I guess it was just called Dice or Dice Rules, maybe just Dice, I think, 88 or 89. And, uh, I, I loved him. And, um, now my, uh, I can give you also a little bit of my, I do have concert history with Dice Clay. I've only ever seen, in terms of famous comedians, I've only ever seen two. I've seen, uh, Jerry Seinfeld three times. I saw Jerry Seinfeld three times at Massey Hall in, uh, I can't remember the years, a couple of years apart each. And I did see Dice Clay also, uh, the first time was in 93, uh, also at Massey Hall where I saw Jerry Seinfeld for the first time. Maybe it was Dice Clay in 93. I think I, the first time I saw Seinfeld was 99 or 2000 around there, 2001. Now the thing I remember most about seeing Dice Clay at, uh, at Massey Hall in, in Toronto in 1993 was I'd suffered a collapsed lung earlier that day and I didn't know it. And I was in a lot of pain, like excruciating pain, and couldn't breathe. But I didn't know what it was at the time. I thought the, the concert was on a Saturday, and I don't have a, a ticket stub. I, I don't know where it is. I am missing quite a lot of my ticket stubs. And um, so I, I was going to, uh, the concert was on a Saturday. I woke up Saturday, and I felt, uh, it felt kind of like pain in my back. I'm getting way off topic here already. And... Um, I, I didn't have a car at the time, so I was taking a, a bus to from where I lived in uh, Guelph, and I was taking a bus to Toronto, and I was meeting my friend, and we we're going to go see Dice Clay. I remember walking across walking uh, across a parking lot when I was going to the the bus terminal. I I had to like like stop and you know go down like this and, and catch my breath. I I think I I don't know I can't remember. I ended up having to go to the I went to Toronto. I saw Dice Clay. Uh, and I was laughing. I couldn't control myself out of laughter and almost dying. I, it was so painful and I didn't know why, why it was like this. I went to the hospital the next day and I had uh, a collapsed lung and I, they had to do surgery on me immediately. I was in the hospital for like a week. It was through, through Christmas. And, uh, but man, Dice Clay made me laugh so hard. And when you, when you, uh, when you have, and it was a hundred percent collapsed lung, when you have a collapsed lung, um, and you're laughing and you're trying to take the pain comes from because the air here I go into doctor mode now the air that, that's supposed to go into your lungs was going into my empty chest cavity and it, it was kind of expanding I guess and then the air is pressing against my um, 
my, my ribs or my rib cage or the organs or something like that. Very painful. So I saw Dice Clay in, in Massey Hall in Toronto in 1993. Then I saw him again at, uh, and I do have the ticket, ticket for this, in Las Vegas at the Stardust Hotel in 2001. This was, uh, what a huge bonus this was in my life. No, 2002. When was this? 2000, August, uh, August 2nd, 2002. I was going to, um, uh, I had met my, uh, Lilia, my wife, well, at that time, my girlfriend, now ex-wife, and uh, I was living in Toronto, she was living in, here in Mexico, in Mexico City, and we flew together to, to uh, have a vacation together in Vegas, and when I got there, this was not before the internet, but, you know, um, there was no, no social media, so you didn't really hear about these things, and when I, when I got to Las Vegas, I think it was after I got there, I found that Dice was playing at, uh, at the Stardust, and it was amazing coincidence because I always like when I go to to cities. I like to see if there are concerts or sports teams playing that that I like that I would like to go to. So for me to uh, to see that Dice Clay was was playing at the Stardust was a massive bonus. That I had no idea. So it was, and this it seems like this is an expensive show. This was uh, fifty five bucks U.S. Uh, Nineteen years ago, a long time ago. That was that that was an expensive show. Oh, I didn't even have my name. The personalized ticket. Uh, but it was pretty cool. And I remember I took, took, uh, pictures at that show. I've always taken pictures. This is, I guess, a year or two before digital cameras. And I, I took a few pictures of Dice at the show. So, um, so that's my, my brief history of Dice Clay. And, uh, but the reason I'm gonna talk about this, I'll show it again, the day the laughter died in the, uh, the Fat Boy jewel case. Uh, I can, I can talk about, I don't know how I can talk about comedy. It's different than, than talking about music. But this, this album and I guess maybe to a lesser extent his other albums, but for sure this album. I know this as well as I know Master of Puppets, Raining, uh, Rain in Blood, uh, Among the Living, Appetite for Destruction, The Dangerous Toys, uh, first album, Iron Maiden, Power Slave, um, all the other albums that I've talked about that I know Every tiny little thing about them, every, uh, everything, every little nuance, everything. I know this just as well. I could, I could, you know, you sing along to an album that you know, music. I could talk along with this. And I still can, because I listened to this recently, as I said. And, um, I, I still remember it word for word. There are bits that I could do word for word. I know this just like as if you listen to music. Um, so this one, I guess what, what was unique about this was, uh, it was, it was filmed, or not filmed, but recorded at Dangerfields, Rodney Dangerfields Comedy Club in New York City, which I went to in 2001. And, um, and, and it, it was recorded there. Apparently the, the, the reason it's called The Day the Laughter Died was because it was not like a, I mean, people were laughing, but apparently it was a show that they just did unannounced. Um, I guess people in the crowd didn't know that it was going to be Dice Clay, so a lot of people weren't fans of his, or I guess everybody knew who he was at that time. This was in 80, came out in 90, and I, so I guess this, uh, this is recorded at Christmas, because he talks about his Christmas holiday special show. So this was, this was recorded before Christmas in 1989. And so he, he was, he was famous then, but not, not, uh, I guess this was what made him a big star. I'm really uh, going on and on about this. But it, this was a very 
This would be like the equivalent of, um, I don't know, I talked about REM Automatic for the People. This is like a Stark album. And, and REM Automatic for the People, I thought, was, was Stark too. Just very, very bare, very simple, basic, uh, very small crowd. I, I don't know how... Dangerfields is pretty small. I think it only holds... I don't even know, 100, couple of 200 people maybe? Like at tables. It's like a, like a room, not even like a lounge or a, not like a theater at all. And so, and it was all um, improv. He, he didn't really have any... You can kind of hear, the more I've heard this over the years, the more I kind of can identify, I think, what were some bits that he had written or kind of prepared. But I think this was, this was mostly just talking. A lot of audience, um, not heckling, but audience uh, interaction with, with the audience members. Some people left during the show, I guess. There goes my cat, just like my cat is leaving. Um, a lot of people didn't like Dice Clay. I don't know what you expect when you go to a comedy club. Um, and he was very, very offensive. There's going to be some very bad language, I should say, because I'll, I'll talk about this. I'll maybe give some quotes. I hope my mother doesn't see this video. But uh, So I'll, I'll try to do this track by track. I don't know if... Um, if it, and it doesn't have the track listing on the back, so I'll go to the, uh, uh, the inner, inner sleeve. And for the record, I've mentioned before that I've, I've, uh, I used to write, I bought this in New York in 1993 on CD. I bought it on cassette. I had it on a double cassette in, uh, whenever it came out in early 1990. I had it then. And, uh, man, me and my, a couple of my friends listened to this just as much as any of these musical albums. So, um, I don't know how well... I'm, and I know, like I said, word for word, I'm not necessarily sure which track title contains which bits or which lines, but uh, I'll try to talk about it a little bit. And there's going to be a lot of bad words. Remember, this is not me. I'm, I'm very clean, and uh, I, don't, I don't say these kind of words. So, this is not me. So, the first track is First Kiss. That's why he's talking about his... His nephew, uh, he's 14, he's going, he's, uh, he got his first kiss. Dice says he remembers his first kiss. Some colored hooker on Mermaid Avenue. Five bucks and all you could fucking eat. Uh, holiday season, that's when he talks about that his, he's doing his, uh, I think this is what he talked about, he's doing his Christmas holiday special show. They lit the tree. Again. Talking about the tree in Rockefeller Center. Uh, the next one, that's the tree. That is the tree is track number three. Uh, for Texas, Texas, the track is called Texas. There was a, uh, was this the one? It was a woman and her, and her uh, I guess, boyfriend in the crowd. Dice asked, he was watching the manure pit. And I still quote a lot of these lines. I still say them. Um, I never get a chance to um, but he, uh, this is the one I, I think he asked, uh, uh, he was there, uh, there was a first date or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's talking about the guy. That's a, that's a good one. I think, um, uh, he talks to the guy in the crowd and he says, uh, 
is this is during Christmas season, so is that your gift from your girlfriend? It's a huge wearing a sweater. This is so unfunny when I'm saying it. Is that your sweater? She bought that for you? This is what I would have picked out. In my sweaters. Uh, the divider, the divider in my wall. All, all I can get out is the divider. Uh, personal delivery service. Slipping and sliding. Uh, take the part, put it in a Jehovah fucking bottle. Another two bucks. Nobody fucks with dice. Dice does the fucking. And then somebody walks out, and this is the, the first heckler. And uh, dice asks him or her, uh, a guy. He says, asking him if he's leaving. And somebody in the crowd yells out, "She's got some sense. She's leaving." And dice replies that it's a guy jerk off. Uh, we got a chick jerk off here. Our first of the night. Tremendously unfunny. I'm going to say it again. I'm I'm not funny at all. Um, laughter versus comedy doesn't doesn't matter if anybody gets it. Is that the one he's talking about? Uh, while the cat's away, that's uh, he's talking about. There. There's another guy in the crowd who's there with his girlfriend's best friend, and Dice says, "Well, the cat's away. Your cock will play." Uh, what'll it be? Not sure about that one. Pizza. He's talking about. Uh, he'd be. Uh, I bought the bitch pizza. Concave. I don't mind little tits. Can't believe I'm saying this. I don't mind little tits. I just hate it when it goes in, when it's concave, like somebody hit them in the chest with a weight. 
Again, that's nice. Frozen foods. Uh, I'm not sure what that one is. Oh, in the in the vegetable department, I'm not sure. And then disc two, uh, the Osmonds. Oh, that's when he's talking about the family. They all got the the same hairdo and dumb fucking sweaters. I think that's the Osmonds. Uh, Hot Mama. I've read books about it. Hot Mama. Uh, turn on words. Not sure what what that one is. Rhyme renditions. Uh, there there are people in the crowd, of course, yelling him for for Dice to do his rhymes. He, I guess that was how he how he got really famous was he did his uh, uh, Hickory Dickory Dock and and uh, Old Mother Hubbard and Little Boy Blue. And people expected that from his shows, and I guess because this show wasn't like a, a true, um, you know, like like one of his well rehearsed or well prepared shows, it was kind of uh, improvised, as I mentioned. Um, people were yelling for for rhymes, and he said, "No, I'm not going to do the rhymes." Then he started. He did a few of them, but he he did them. Um, he kind of changed them up a little bit. Uh, true stories, no lies involved in this act. He went to the bank and he, he put his tongue up the teller's ass. No lies involved in this act. Uh, automatic pilot, That's uh, he said he was watching uh, Roseanne. That's dating everything there. He was watching Roseanne. He found that he was he jerked off all over himself. He said it was like my hand was on automatic pilot. What if I had family over? Uh, dogs and birds. He's talking about, um, oh, look at my bird. Is that the one? Um, and the turtle skipping the turtle across the pool. Not very funny, that one. Um, women comics. Couldn't talk about that now. The women aren't funny. Uh, cigarettes. There's a woman in the crowd. And, uh, I think he, you can hear him lighting a cigarette and she says, have a cigarette. And Dice, Dice, uh, kind of bonds with her because they, they both smoke marble red and Dice, uh, Kind of likes that, but then he tells her to to uh, shut her mouth, or tells her her boyfriend to control her. Um, history lesson, Mister History Teacher. Um, one of my over the years, one of my favorite lines. I didn't really. I think think it was this funny when I heard this when I was like nineteen, but now I think it's very funny, and I'm not sure why. He says Harry Belafonte started the Civil War, and I don't even know what, why he says that. I don't know if there's something about Harry Belafonte that I don't know. Um, but I, I just think it's very funny that Dice says Harry Belafonte started the Civil War. And I had a friend, Kevin Haddle. This was in the early 90s. And uh, I used to call him Mystery History Teacher based on this uh, Dice Clay the day after died. I don't know why I called him Mr. History Teacher because he wasn't a history teacher. Uh, Judy, he's talking about the sex dolls. For some reason, the dolls all got the same name, Judy. Uh, mother and son, there's a woman in the crowd who's there with her, her son, and Dice says the, uh, the woman is, is hot, says he's, can't be his, his mother because she's too hot. Uh, A plus. Uh, oh, that, that goes back to the history teacher. Oh, Mr. History Teacher. Um, an A plus. Uh, what did, what did she say? Um, oh, that's somebody in the crowd. She's, I guess she says something to whoever she's with. And Dice says, what did she say? You can tell me. Um, double date. Ah, I can't remember what that one is. Double date. Not, not sure about that. Multiple sclerosis. Why can't you get it just once? Everybody I know has got multiple sclerosis. How are you? How are you? How are you? It's it's just, uh, he says, how are you, over and over again. Get some good laughs. There's some really good laughs. You can hear uh, in this album, I guess because there were so few people, you, you can hear some um, 
some individual laughs, and there are some really good ones. The one that I remember is uh, when he talks about doing his Christmas holiday special show. There's one guy who really, really laughs, uh, and at this one too, I don't know if it's the same guy, after he says, how are you, there's one guy that's just laughing and laughing. I like it. Uh, so it's not even that the material is funny, it's that the whole thing is funny. Um, silence is golden. That's just, that just says that's only 17 seconds, I don't remember that. Hour back, get it, That's uh, that went on and on, almost for an hour. Back, get it. Uh, and I'm not sure, that's another one that I just, and he talks about this. Um, somebody in the crowd, as he goes on and on about our back, get it? Somebody in the crowd says, I think they say, I don't get it. And Dice says, you think I do? And so he's just saying, I, I assume it's based on a, a person's name, our back, like A-U-E-R, A-U-E-R-B-A-C-H, like Red Auerbach. And uh, he, he just keep saying hour back. I'll get back to you in an hour. I'll call you back in an hour. Uh, shouldn't take the, there's a hunchback. Uh, he's trying to smuggle a turkey under the fucking back of his jacket. Uh, let's call the, call the police. Shouldn't take him too long to get here. Maybe it'll take him an hour. Back. Get it? I'm not sure, but, but very funny. That Maybe that's also one of the signature uh, things on this album. And then the last song, or not the last song, but the last track is something soft. Um, his friend, Ragdoll Eddie Bugnet. I'm not sure what the guy's name is. Bugnet? I don't know if it's like a nickname, Bugnet. Uh, but he says, my friend, Ragdoll Eddie Bugnet, comes up and plays a little piano. And Dice sings a little uh, Christmas song. Um, uh, I shoot your wad high in the sky. Sprinkle it all around. Uh, I can't remember. But that that's the end. And anyway, th this is a long, uh, because it, obviously it's the double album, so it's pretty long. I guess the show, the show was recorded over two nights, and I think this was pieced together from both. It's got great continuity, because he, he references, later in the show, he references things that he had talked about earlier, and there's, um, cause I think on Day Laughter Died 2, which was also very, very funny, it's like, Day Laughter Died is, uh, is Master of Puppets, and, um, Day Laughter Died 2 is, uh, is, uh, and Justice for All. They're both equally as good, but you're drawn more towards the first one because it was first, and there are many other examples of that. Um, so it was, it was recorded over the two nights, but put together very, very well. I would love to hear, I don't know if there's a Dice Clay bootleg community where people have recordings of, um, uh, you know, outtakes from, from the full, I, w I would love to hear the, the full show. I would have loved if there had been video of it. Just would have been, I thought, really cool to see the interactions with all the people. Uh, about Dice Clay now, I really don't know. Uh, I've followed him on, um, on social media for years. He, he doesn't really post too much. I guess he does shows occasionally. Um, I have no idea. You know, like I said, he, he can't, you can't, his act from from back then, even back then, it was controversial. You talk about women, you know, it was kind of demeaning to them at the time. It was funny, but you can't do that now. Um, he talked about uh, Chinese people, black people, a lot of race stuff. Um, very, very vulgar. And um, you, you, even back then, like I said, it was controversial and it, it raised a lot of eyebrows like this. And... But you, you know, you, you could still get away with it. I don't know if he could do that now. Uh, in this day and age, I don't know if he could do that. And so I don't know, I don't know what, uh, I still love him. I, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go through his whole, his whole, uh, catalog and listen to, uh, 
So I've got, yeah, this one, Daedal After Die 2. Um, dice rules, dice, 42 long. Filth, face down, ass up. I, I bought all of his uh, as they came out. I don't, th- I don't think there was any dice clay. CDs or albums that I never bought. Yeah, so I don't know um, about Dice Clay's act now in 2021, but I do know that I love this album. What do you do? <laughs> You're a teacher. What, 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 what do you teach? History. What do you think? I don't know history. I know Harry Belafonte. They started the Civil War. What do you think? I don't know shit. Do you know how many chicks Christopher Columbus fucked when he got here? Do you know that shit? You know he got here, but you don't know the good shit. I got my connections, you see? We read different books. He got off the boat, right? And there was this little Indian chick about this big, right? Real tight ass. One thing leads to another. He takes her behind a few palm trees. He's dicking her balls deep. Right? That's the story I heard. You teach that in your class? Then you're not giving them facts. Indians. Bright people, huh? (laughs) They're still living in fucking teepees. I live in a house with a heater, a fucking pool, a jacuzzi, a workout room, tree car fucking garage, and some jerkos living in the middle of the desert in some fucking yo-yo teepee. <laughs> what a fucking jerkoff. They deserved it. You know it and I know it, so why don't you start telling them that? Would you live in a teepee? Huh? Would you ride a horse to work? No. You jump in your car, you turn on the heater. That dumb as shit. That, that's what I think.